Welcome to episode 100 of Whipsnap. This is kind of the intro to start the intro because I guess we're doing that now. Um, this is, uh, in this episode, I have actor, producer, writer, um, enthusiast, um, Gemini. I actually don't know what a zodiac sign is. Maybe that's something we could have discussed. You know what I mean? Uh, but this is Johnny Butch Told is the guest in this episode. This is a good, this is a good episode to start, for sure. You can go back. If you're, if you're a newcomer, or if you're an old comer, or if you're a comma at all, if you're a comma, even though you hardly know her, um, you can go back and watch the, listen, you can go back and listen to the previous episodes with some guests of mine. All I'm saying is if you, if you discovered this podcast, don't go back to like the beginning. Don't listen to like the first maybe five episodes just because I didn't know what I was doing. I couldn't edit podcast yet. I, I was, I'm in the background a couple episodes just taking a piss and I'm like, yeah, dude, I don't really give a fuck. This is me. That was me, but I do give a fuck now. I'm a new me that gives a fuck. Okay. Um, so start, you know, just start later on. And if you want to start now, start now. Okay. In this episode, um, Johnny Birch told, I mentioned, I mentioned in this episode, or I do mention that I've never met him. That is true. However, we have a great conversation. Um, so let's just fucking get to it. I, there's really no reason for me to have an intro within the intro. What is this? Inception? No. Inception was good. And this is something else. This is going to be episode 100. Um, This is also a very odd episode because you're the first guest that I don't know. Um, (laughs) Wow, I'm honored. Yeah, and I think it's it's the only connection we... Well, first off, I don't even know. We didn't even address you yet. This is Johnny Butchtold. What's up? What's up? up? German name. Yes, that is Um, true. German, are you if you're if you're half Jewish, this would also be kind of funny. Are you any I so from what I understand I, I actually may be a percentage, <clears throat> um, but from what I know for sure, Italian, German, a little bit of Irish. Um a little bit of Irish is for me as well. Yeah, yeah, that's what I know for sure. And also for sure is only what my parents tell me. So Yeah. <laughs> I don't actually know for sure. I know I'm a little bit of Greek because my nose, but I don't even like yoga. So I, I that's all I know. Really for me. Um, so Johnny Budge told, um, I do want to get into, I actually, I, I say I want to get into everything, but I, I have nothing planned. If you don't know for new Look, people coming life, on, what's up? So that's life. Just don't plan yeah. it. Don't plan anything. Just fall into it. Dude, I agree. Fall into it. Like kind of like a ditch. Like if you fall in the ditch and you die, like, dude, it, it it's, that's life. And that's life. That's, that's life. life. It's all around. <laughs> Um, I do want to plug kind of just everything that you've done and then we'll plug it in later. So for the people listening now, newcomers, you will end. So you in a movie called Passenger, which is yes. on. It yes. just moved to Amazon Prime. It did. Yeah. So it <clears throat> premiered on MGM Plus uh, during the strike, the the big old infamous writers and actors strike. Oh, um, and then uh, and then it just recently was put on Amazon and. Um, which was really wonderful because I got a, a a brand new audience there. It's uh, produced by Blumhouse. Yeah, uh, opposite Kyle Gallner, 
uh yeah obviously as a horror fan working with blumhouse is the dream. huge blumhouse fan yeah, um right? i recently saw night swim i don't know if you saw night swim i just saw it two nights ago i'm a huge wyatt russell fan so i loved loved watching my guy wyatt um i mean i don't want to spoil too much but uh he goes through it that guy i saw that and as someone who grew up i did i did for like the first little chunk of my life i did have an in-ground pool and then never again. But um, uh, I, I was like, there's something sinister about this. And uh, yeah, Night Swim was just like, someone also thought the same thing and was like, yeah, let's let's make that into a horror movie. I like how you saw the movie trailer and you're like, oh, it looks like a scary movie. <laughs> and then you're also in Dog Gone from Netflix. True. Yes. Um, yes, Dog Gone uh, with Rob Lowe, Kimberly Williams Paisley, and... Uh, and the cutest dog you've ever seen. That was a nice dog. I was watching that movie uh, last year with the my girlfriend at the time. And she was watching it. And then she didn't want to watch the ending. Because she's just like, the dog dies. Just, just tell me the fucking dog dies. Um, um, <clears throat> the first thing out of everyone's mouth when I told them that I booked a movie that was centered around this, a dog. Uh, was does the dog die? <laughs> um, look, here's the deal with the dog. With dog movies, you know you're going to cry either way. Yeah. Um, but I would tell people, no, like, trust me, um, we'll, we'll make it out okay. In okay. Is what I would tell people. Because I don't want to also say some, that. Some people would, like, refuse to watch the movie in general just because it's also based off of a true story. Um, oh, yeah, it is. So I was like, I mean, you know, there's a if you want to if you want to know, you can just, like, Google the read the book or, <laughs> or Google it. So if it's based on a real thing, you're playing a real person. Did you have to do any research for that character? Um, well, so uh, I play Fielding Marshall. Um, he what a name! What an awesome name. The names in that movie too. Uh, yeah, the dog's name is Gonker. Crazy. <laughs> awesome. uh, and I talked to him about that. But um, I did you talk to the dog about that? I talked to the dog. Um, yeah, <laughs> did a lot of character work. You know, working the really <laughs> No, he's like um, smoking a cigarette. He's like, I don't want to talk about it. It's a long story. Crazy, you know the dog. The dog on set, he's super cute on camera. But the second day, he'll cut. You know, he pulls out the cigar. He's playing poker in the corner. <laughs> I'm like, wouldn't talk to me. Um, that's where the dog poker picture came from. That's oh yeah, that's a still from the film, but it got cut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I didn't. I didn't get to meet uh, uh, Fielding, the real Fielding, until. Um, halfway through filming, he came and visited set. Um, oh, that's nice. So it was really, really cool uh, to meet him. I, I've played real people before, some not so nice people. Uh, I, 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 this is one of my first um, union jobs was I played the young version of Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber. Oh, um, whoa. Yeah, uh, and Paul Bettany played the older uh, Ted Kaczynski. Um, so it was, it was really nice to play someone who, uh, was looking for his dog. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> you know? Um, and he's, he's so awesome. And he gave me such awesome, uh, insight into the real story. And, um, cause we updated it too, cause this all happened in the nineties, but, uh, yeah, we updated it for now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he showed up on set and him and, um, and his brother-in-law, Pauls, who wrote the book, um, both came to set. And it was really, really cool. And I got them to be extras in the movie. 
and that was very fun. Where in the scene? Uh, where in the movie? Yeah, I've seen the there's movie. This scene. Well, actually, this is kind of crazy because my dad was also visiting set that day. It was the first time he had ever visited a set I'd worked on, and he he just wanted uh, to meet Rob Lowe. <laughs> no, that genuinely, that is exactly it. Yeah, <laughs> and he wasn't in the scene that day, and I was like, "Whoops, sorry." Exactly. Um, uh, I mean, of course, uh, I get it. Um, <laughs> but uh, there's a scene when uh, Fielding is trying to is teaching his dog to flip a donut with his nose, and he's showing off to his friends and. They kind of, they're my dad and Fielding and Pauls are all sitting at a table together <laughs> and they got cut, but you can still see their like legs in a shot. Oh no. Oh yeah. man. My, my dad was pretty bummed, but I was like, yeah, but your legs are in a. Your legs, dude. Your Did legs. you shave? <laughs> Did you shave? Um, yeah. I also got my sister to be, my younger sister to be an extra in that movie too. Oh dude. That's awesome. I was just trying to like weasel in anyone I could. The very first job I got, it was non-union, and I. This is when I moved out here. My mom is close with uh, what's his Greg Garcia. I don't know if you know that name. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so he was doing a new show called The Guest Book. And oh yeah. He just wanted like I was just able to get my mom was like, "Can you have my son be an extra?" So I was in an extra in the background, and then they Maybe. cut me out. Of, they cut me out of it though. No. <laughs> yeah, and I Dude. think it was. Be- I was just gonna say, extra work is no joke. I also, I'm, I wasn't the biggest fan. I think you just got to get used to it. But you're like no, nine hours. No, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's no joke. Like I'm, I, the first time I was ever on a like a big set, I was a background extra. Yeah. Um, and it was for the pilot of How to Get Away with Murder, starring right Viola Davis, and um, and it's just, it's its own world of people and responsibilities and i was like wow this is crazy however food great <laughs> the only connection we have before we even get into anything else like, yeah. the only connection we have is that we've gone to the same school that's really yeah <laughs> yes uh i would say uh, do we say trauma bonding i don't know um we didn't, i don't i don't we didn't was, go at the same time right? I, I graduated in no no when did i go 2016 to 2019 my last year was 2016. Okay. So, so like, I left, you, you came. Yeah. Um, you know, it's so crazy. I was just talking about this. Um, my last, like, half of that semester, I don't remember. I don't. Your very last semester, like, as a senior? I don't really remember it. Whoa. <laughs> like, I can't. It's like, so, I, I don't know what happened, but I can't remember. I don't know how it ended there. I, I feel I'm like gr- my first... I'm grateful for my time there. I just don't recall. I remember, I think, everything my last semester, almost everything. I don't remember my first semester. That um, makes sense. Like, yeah, you yeah. know, like you, that's in the past. For some reason, it's such a blur to me. I don't know. When, I, don't, I don't know what happened. It, the way I found the school, too, because I was still living in Kansas. Tell I'm originally me, from dude. Kansas. What's up? Tell me it's the same as mine. Tell me what. So I was in Kansas and I got like a pamphlet of the school in the mail. And I did not sign up for anything. I don't know anything about the school. So at the time, I made a joke that I was like, oh, it's like, oh, it's from God. And then my mom started crying. I'm like, don't cry. I was just joking about oh, it. Jeez. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So then we did like a tour. I was visiting my grandpa at the time and he lives in California. So I was doing a tour of it with like 20 other people. And my mom knew I wanted to be in it because 
every room we got into, like there's a library full of movies. There was a, yeah. uh, every classroom. I was the first one in line, just like writing down notes and stuff. So I was so invested into it. Amazing. Uh, and it was, it was like the, the coolest thing. Um, and then also that school is also when I started writing. I feel like without that school, I wouldn't be writing as much as I am now. Um, and what's also what makes the, that school specific is every bathroom <laughs> is different. Meaning like you can if you want to film a short, you can find a specific yeah. bathroom. Yeah, they basically every single room in that building, which is not a big school at all. Also, I don't even think it exists not. anymore. I don't know if you heard about that. I don't think it's not. There. Wait, it's not. There can anymore. we I'm just going to say it. Columbia College Hollywood. I've said it before. Oh, yeah. Um, it's It doesn't exist. Is that what you're saying? I don't. It, not in that location anymore. There is one in New York. I do know that. Are you saying it's just. No, there's one in Chicago. Oh, that's what it was. Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. yeah no, yeah. but the one in, in Tarzana. Yeah. Is not there anymore. Whoa. Yeah. That's that's I... the word on the street, but I'm pretty sure that's true. Um. But, however, that building, which housed the school, every single room in it was, like, themed differently. So you could use it as a set. And I thought that was, like, the coolest Nickelodeon-ass TV show thing. (laughs) I was like, what? And I literally, um, the way I found that school was I literally Googled film schools in L.A. And it was the first one that popped up. And I, me and my fiance, Casey, uh, were both from Jersey. Uh, we both did that, both applied, both got in and we're like, okay, let's go. Um, <laughs> well, did you start as a freshman there? Mm, I took, no, I, yes, I took a semester at Washburn university just for credits. Mm. And then I moved those credits towards CCH. Got it. Um, so I think so. I only had to, I only took a two year degree. Same. Uh, we both Casey and I, uh, went to separate schools on the East coast. But I did two years at a different school, and I don't think really any of my credits transferred over. What? So we sort of started from scratch again, and then I was like, yeah, two years went by, and I was like, okay. I'm going back to CCH. There's things that you do remember. So when you sign up for the school, they they ask you what, like, buildings you want to live in. Oh. Do you remember that one? Like, do you remember the build? Uh, like, because I was in Meridian Point. So was I, my friend. No way. Like across Seaside. Yeah. So you know, you know, uh, the one and only Andy Arthur Smith. Yes. Yes. Amazing. We man. lived. We were like a sitcom. Casey and I were in one room, and across the hall, directly across the hall, was Andy, and it was like open door policy, doors flinging open all the time. That place, that place was so bizarre. I remember one time Casey and I couldn't sleep, so we, uh, we went to a Denny's at four in the morning. Big mistake uh, in, internally. Um, but we came back, and the entire complex was flooding, like up to the knees, and nobody was awake. Nobody knew, and we were like, "Uh, what's going on?" We had to like find the security guard who was so unaware, but the pool pump exploded and was just like gushing water into the first floor oh my god it felt like a fever dream and then and then the rest of the day was dictated by what we ate at denny's and it was not great <laughs> did it leak through your apartment no we were on the second floor luckily okay you said you got in you did a directing degree yeah um who's your favorite if was there any directors you're like you saw their movie and they're like oh i want to be like this guy um, 
I mean, yeah, I have a lot of favorite directors. I mean, in the horror space, like Wes Craven was a master oh, to me. Man. I mean, amazing. still is, of course. Um, may he rest in peace. And um, I mean, the goal for me was always acting. I just also in my high school years, I mean, not just my high school years, but up until my high school years, um, I really enjoyed making short films a lot. And so directing was like another love I had. Um, again, the goal was always acting. And I just figured if I could major in directing, I could get a well-rounded understanding of the industry and, and a film set. And I could take acting classes if I wanted at the school. Um, but like for me, all of those horror movies, John Carpenter, like all of those people were like making the coolest shit in the world. And I was like, yeah, I, I want to do this too. It's funny, too, because my parents hate scary movies, but yet when I was younger, the very first three scary movies I remember watching just as a kid, like from the the farthest my memory can go back to was The Shining, yes, Child's Play, yep. and Sixth Sense. Bangers. Those three. And then, but then after that, M. Night Shyamalan is like, and then, actually, this is actually why he's one of my favorite directors. You go into his movies not knowing how good or bad it's going to be. <laughs> I'm like... I I love M. Night Shyamalan. I do. Keith. And uh and the sixth sense makes me weep. Um I there's a I, I like a, a few of his movies a lot. Um or specifically I mean. Um but the sixth sense, that scene in the car with Tony Collette and Hilly Joel Oof. makes me cry every single time. And that is a combination of oh my god, screenwriting, directing, and acting your ass off and that has always been so amazing to me. Not only that, but if you go back and watch that scene, even though it's a back and forth shot, when Tony Collette realizes realize what his child, uh, what her child is saying, it's it's a one shot for the longest time. I know. And you're just seeing her in like real time, like going through these emotions, and she does it so. Oh my god, I can. She and then for like the... flawless, and she was rightfully nominated for an Oscar. And... For that movie. Uh, she was for that movie, yes. Oh, I didn't even know that. And um, which made it even more baffling when she wasn't nominated for Hereditary, which I genuinely think that she should have been nominated for Hereditary. And I could go on a whole tangent about how underappreciated horror is in a, the critical space and the award space. Because um, I think some of the most creative and innovative and impressive work is coming out of the horror genre. Oh, um, say it again for the people in you know, the back. It's true. I believe it. I've always felt that. And um, but wait, so I'm. I know you said horror movies aren't really nominated, but you aren't they? They still like nominate like supporting actor and best supporting actor, right? I feel like they've had. I'm not but saying like, that they um, don't. I'm just saying like you don't it's see not it very as, often. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um. And I just think, yeah, I just think we, we are getting so many incredible performances in genre films. Um, and if we're looking at it solely on performance base, like the stakes are the highest they could be. It's life or death. So these yeah. performers have to like really dive into some really good meaty stuff. And, and so then thus we get some of the coolest performances and, um, and I, Look, I know awards and stuff really mean nothing. So they say, <laughs> of course, I would like to win them all. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know. uh, but 
but I, I do think... I feel like I can imagine you're in a movie, like a, like an actual, like another Blumhouse movie, and you're like, I just want a Tony. That's all I want. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, no, I mean, of course, uh, an amazing honor and, like, really, really cool to be recognized by your peers in that way. Um, I just... I, I, I'm always going to advocate for horror, you know? Yeah. As a, as a horror boy. Um, oh, a boy. Oh, I love that title. Horror boy. Um, we're going to... Uh, did you go... Did you ever uh, do theater acting or was it just film stuff? Were you always interested in film? Um. I grew up doing musical theater and then musical theater. Yeah. You know, like the drama club and stuff. Nice. Right on. Um, and then, uh, and then I switched completely to film and TV when I moved to LA. Um, and then just, Oh, it's not last year anymore. Uh, the fall of 2022, which is like a little over a year ago now at this point. Yeah. Um, which sounds so crazy to say that that's like two years apart, but it's not. (laughs) um i did uh an off-broadway play um in new york i saw that yeah um and and it was one of the most challenging rewarding experiences of my life um so yeah i mean i i have a love love for both they're just two different beasts you know yeah that was a was that a just two people in that play Mm -hmm. that is wild and the play is there's no intermission in that no, it was a uh, ninety minutes no intermission. It was written okay. by Bess Wool, and directed by David Cromer. And I was acting opposite of Lily McInerney. Um, and it was it dealt with some like pretty heavy stuff, and it was uh, physically demanding too. And it was just like the scariest thing I've ever done in my life. And I was like, when I when I get nervous, I gag really hard. And like I, on stage? No, no, no. Okay, okay. Um, you could just be like that was part of the chaos. When I found out that I got when I was going to do the job, mm. I gagged so hard I had to give the phone to Casey and like leave the house while I was like walking around my neighborhood gagging. Um, <laughs> oh my god! And that's how I knew I had to do it. You know, you got to like chase yeah. the things that scare you. But oh my god, it's funny. No matter what I'm doing, like I've always wanted to do film. Any anything that's like creatively writing, acting, stand up, any of that stuff. Right before I go on stage, let's say it's just a play, I have backstage fight where I don't know if you do the same thing. Well, like right before you're about to go on, you just question everything about yourself. You start sweating. And then the second you go on, you're totally fine. Yeah. It's really it's bizarre. It's a, it's a really magical thing that happens up there because like you the second you step out on stage, like there's no stopping. Like yeah. the train does not stop. Like it. I mean, technically, I guess you could, but you're not going to because the show <laughs> must go on. Right. Um and it's just like there was there would be these moments too where you're like on the stage and you're like wow I'm gonna play right now <laughs> that's so crazy <laughs> that's so crazy were you ever in a play in like high school where because people always say the second performance is the like the biggest fuck up because now they the first one you they do it so well that they get cocky but then, the, but then the second one they fuck up on a prop or a lighting technician Did in high ever... school i fucked up every performance so i don't know <laughs> literally i was always fu- i was like notorious for like fucking something up like messing up a line or like did it did it did someone else like save a line for you or like what... um one time we were doing a production of hello dolly i was maybe sophomore in high school uh yeah sophomore in high school i think and i my character that I was playing sings the big 
really the big opening number kind of thing. Oh, whoa. And um, the music started. I didn't know anything. I didn't know any lines. I got so awkward. I started to march around the stage silently as the music kept like going on. And, and then I turned to my friend and I said, Oh, take it away. And he, and he looked at me and goes, I don't know the lines. And I was like, okay. And then I marched around some more and then I started to sing, realized I was singing another person's part um, and just quickly got through it. And then like, it's like, I'm out of there. Tell, tell me someone gave you notes <laughs> i don't think there's anything you can do it like you know you fucked up you weirdo like say the right shit um, oh, that's so good yeah it was I'm... really i was doing stuff like that all the time it was really not good i mean i love both film and theater but theater it's is... so immediate it's I, I love it and and when you're on a film you're just like sorry can we take that again and then, but like you're forced to be in the pocket when you're in theater. Yeah. And there's, I, I just love it so much. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah, the stakes, it's so urgent. And uh, yeah, you can't be like, sorry, can I take that again? Yeah. <laughs> you literally can't. You just got to keep the ball rolling. Um, it's, it's, it's exciting wild. that way. It's so fun. For your movie, The Passenger, scary movie, saw the movie, genius movie. Um, oh, thank you. You and Kyle, oh, I, I don't know his last name. Kyle Gunner. Galner. Gala? Galner. Gowner. Yeah. You would, like, your guys' chemistry is awesome, but I there's no, like, you guys, well, he did, you don't know, hate each other, but, like, he's very mean to you. But I can imagine to get, to get along, like, you, I'm assuming you guys got along offstage. He, it, offstage. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, off camera. <laughs> yes, it was actually a, what you saw was a live taping of us play, actually. Um, <laughs> Uh, Kyle is uh, I love him with all of my heart we immediately clicked and he would say that too that's tough too because speaking of like hey can we go again can we do that did you guys like break a lot because it, it is a very serious role you're playing um, and I'm thinking of specifically there's a scene in it where you're telling what happened to your character when you're young and oh his car I think and yeah. he's laughing constantly at the ridiculousness of it did that did that scene at all like because i can just imagine if someone's like laughing you start laughing um you know that's actually so funny that you bring this up because so that scene was as you can imagine the audition scene like it's oh was it yeah it was yeah um and so i always find those hard those scenes especially difficult because it's like oh i know this so then you end up putting a lot of pressure on it yeah which is really annoying um and so i was trying to get that trying trying to do what i wanted to do with the monologue and it's not scripted that he laughs and uh and i was getting mad at myself because i was putting a lot of pressure on myself and then he started laughing in the thing which was only making me want to like try and get through the monologue more so it was like <laughs> like this what, amazing like thing that was happening that was like like he was he was actively laughing it was pissing me off um in a good way like not actually pissing me off right, right, but right. like <laughs> i wanted to like it was like sort of helping the fact that he was laughing because i was like i know i need to tell you the story about what happened it's not funny and as actor me i was like no i really need to try and get this monologue <laughs> the way that i want it to be and and the second i was like let that, that dynamic help you that's when I was finally like, oh, okay, I understand. I get the scene now. Because um, oh, it is objectively kind of funny. 
and yeah. this character doesn't think it's funny, but this one does. Like, how would that be? So, um, aside from that, we, I mean, it was all like, yeah, the second we would be doing some like violent, you know, whatever, and then the deal cut, and then we'd like break laughing. And yeah, <laughs> it's funny because when I'm telling a story in real life, I get. I have these small insecurities where like if if I'm talking to someone and they look at their phone, it's it's just like a tick people do. But I, I'm so insecure. I'm just like, oh, they're not listening. If I was telling a story to someone and they started laughing, I would just be like, oh, fuck it. Never mind. Especially if you're telling the story. I mean, the character's telling the story of basically why he has trauma. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. You know? Oh, that's the funniest thing. But Kyle, Kyle, Kyle is the coolest. Uh, one of the best actors in the world and he should be in everything the end <laughs> i, I think i the very first thing i saw him in was i think was he in haunting in connecticut oh yes that was his first i think his first um like movie i think i don't remember movie? a lot of the movie i just remember the specific scene of like the stuff coming out of his mouth um when we were shooting that movie actually they were playing that on the tvs in the hotel that movie and he said he woke up i was actively watching it and he told me the next day he woke up out of sleeping and saw himself on the tv like all fucked up and scary and was like am i in a nightmare right now (laughs) oh that's that's so cool i'm getting much better at looking at myself do things i don't know how comfortable you are at looking at yourself it's uh it's a weird thing yeah although i think it can be helpful to be like to have that awareness i think Oh, for sure. Like I would, I would do, I'm trying to like, I mean, I'm trying to do a career in either acting, writing or stand up. And I've been doing a lot more stand up, but like a lot of it, you would record it. And I did an open mic a couple months ago at Kansas and I, I'm just trying new stuff. I don't know the energy of the room. Some people are laughing very, very silently. And that sucks too, because like you need the actual sound. Yeah. But when you go back and play it, there's people next to the recorder and they're busting out laughing but they're quiet so i'm like oh i I, in real time when i'm doing the set i'm just like this is this is bombing but then when you go back and watch the video you're like oh i'm doing good i'm just yeah i don't know how you do stand i have so many of my friends who stand up and it's like such an art form that is its own thing too have you get a guy gave it a shot at all no no oh okay no I I had a I think I maybe told this in an episode, but I had a buddy of mine who's not a comedian. He's a musician, but he came to one of my open mics to support me. And it was he thought five bucks to watch, but it was five bucks to perform. He already paid the five bucks. And uh, I was like, you know, you can just get your money back. And he was just like, you know what? It's a new year. I'll just try oh it. God. I'll give it a shot. He tried and to he wing tra- it. He, I, he, he totally was winging it. And he, he was like, maybe I can try some find some jokes in my phone. He's not a comedian, so he doesn't write anything <laughs> funny. Oh, shit. So he got on stage. He was supposed to do it for five minutes. He was up there for a minute and a half, totally bombed. And he he ended it by saying, you know what? I'm not even a comedian. I'm just here to support my friend. And then he walked off stage and I go, how was it? And he goes, that was the worst thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> and, I was like, and that's a good friend right there. But I, but I, I know I praise it. That, like, he, did he go the, before you? Uh, ooh, yes. Good. He set you up because the audience is like, by the time you got on stage, they were like, oh, and here, here's the real deal. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do want to plug because this is years ago. This is how I found you. Um, 
you post you sometimes or you used to post some of your TikToks on Twitter. Oh yeah. You do skits. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've gotten really, really bad at posting, and I feel so bad because they bring me joy. But um, I have really posted. But um, yeah, I do. Basically, what I was doing on Twitter first, and then moved to TikTok was um, just highlighting movie cliches and tropes. Yeah, and, yeah. And basically doing parodies of those um, because I love them so much. Uh, so yeah, that that we had a lot of we have a lot of fun doing those. The stuff that you say in yours, because it's a, it's a, for the most part, a lot of your TikToks, yeah, it's making fun of a cliche and it's like a one shot and you're saying a monologue. Um, is it loose or is it, is your monologue that you wrote, is it like verbatim or is it loose? Um, well, it's, for the most, for the good portion of me making those videos, I wouldn't write anything and I would just like, um, like I'd be sitting, whatever, have an idea, and then I'd start saying things out loud, and then I'd like keep adding to them. Oh no way! Keep adding to it, and then, and then occasionally, and then I started like, you know, note tapping it, where I'd like write down things, and then like, I'll film it once, think of something to add, add that, and just like basically like build it. Um, but yeah, it's always like a monologue situation. That's really cool. <laughs> um, out of the three Jordan Peele films, do you have a favorite? Oh my god, this is so controversial to say, I think. Oh, can I guess what it is then? Yeah. Us? Yes. No, That's wait. Here, now, here's the thing. I I love his three films so much. Get mm. Out, obviously Masterpiece. Us. There's something about us that is visually and audibly and emotionally so exciting to me. I love, I, I live, well, maybe because it's, I listen to the score all the time, but I <clears throat> love just, it feels like I'm walking through a fun house sort of thing mm. that like is that I know something bad is waiting for me at the end. Like it's so exciting. And there are some scenes in that movie that I think are some of the most exciting scenes in horror movies. Um, like specifically that that like 10 second massacre that happens in the um the the friend's family house oh uh, with elizabeth elizabeth moss and tim heidacker like yeah that when that happened i was like oh shit and also i mean talk about award-worthy performances lupita nuango's performance in us i think is so unrivaled that first home invasion sequence when they sit them down in the in front of the fire yeah. and she tells the story i was like so engrossed in that and i was like this is the coolest thing and her her voice that she does gives me chills that like i was like i'm i'm all in it doesn't matter where it goes or what happens i'm like you already <laughs> like won me like real real good right off the start um that i'll, I'll overlook anything else um but <laughs> uh but yeah i mean i love i love his i don't know it's just like he he i love original horror movies i love i mean i'm not so much like a, a a purist or a snob when it comes to like sequels or anything like i'm like well, I don't, more the better i don't know um <laughs> but like it's always really exciting when you get like a high profile wide audience release of an original horror movie um oh yeah it hopefully it like encourages studios to do more and um and that's what i love about Jordan Peele's movies.
it's you funny know? you mentioned we mentioned previously like people that should be nominated for scary movies when you, as we were talking i'm like lupita the whole performance in that that was my go-to it's just you like i i genuinely believe you could <clears throat> just ask anyone to do what she does in that movie like she brought something very unique to something that is what i can imagine extremely difficult well we'll end it pretty soon um this is this is yeah this is a weird dynamic talking to someone i've never met so i do appreciate you oh my god yeah hey look i appreciate you talking to me about horror movies and things we can keep talking about it because it's my favorite genre it's all i i don't shut up about it (laughs) my house is decorated for halloween year round there is a green flag that I have looking for relationships. I have to, they have to like scary movies. Of course. Um, and then if you don't like it, I'm like, well, scary. It's like the subgenres. It's the only genre that has like subgenres. When someone's like, what's your favorite scary movie? I do have an answer, but it's also like more specifically, are we talking slasher, psychological? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, what's your you favorite have... subgenres then? Um, I think psychological. Hmm. I think I'm a big, and I, well, psychological and then slasher because Shadow Island is in my top three of favorite movies of all, of all time. Nice. And then the original Scream is in my top five. Oh, I think yeah, it's number five. Um, but I've always, like, um, documentaries are, like, hit and miss for me. Or, oh, oh, found footage, you mean? Found footage, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> I love found footage. Blair Witch is in my top four, actually. <laughs> Is there a scary movie? You know what? Not even scary movie. Is there a movie that is universally well known that you have never seen that you like? I really need to get around to this. Oh, you really put me in a corner here because I don't. Uh, you don't. We can we can cut I this out. It. I do. I, do. I would love there's to know. There's a couple. There's a couple, and I and the ones that I finally watched in the past year. Not bring it up and say that I haven't watched since I was a kid. Let it be known that they have been watched, but um, there is there are still. One right off the bat, I still haven't watched Rosemary's Baby. Um, I did see it; it's very good. Well, I mean, yeah, like it's a horror staple. I feel like I've watched it because I've seen so much from it already. Um, I just need to actually watch it. But I was uh, gonna say it's tough too for me to watch a movie that everyone says is good, but I know all about it because the point of me watching something new is because I want to not know anything. Sure, but like I've I've never seen Godfather, but I know everything about it. So I was like, yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't sit down and watch it. I know what's going to happen. Like, yeah, normally I can, I can separate that. I'm pretty good at separating public opinion, um, what I already know, spoilers. Like, I'm pretty good at separating that kind of thing. Um, there really is no real reason why I haven't seen it. I just can't <laughs> watch it. It's like, is there's the... so many, there, I mean, there's, look, there's so many horror movies that come out all the time. Uh, especially in the indie space, and I I want to I want to see them I want to see them all. So there's yeah. lots coming out. Did you see the movie This Is the End? Yeah. Do you, I, I'm assuming you know that, but like when Jonah Hill goes through that thing, that's a Rosemary Baby reference. Goes through what thing? Uh, I, he prays to have uh, right before he goes to bed. He prays to God to kill Jay, and then the devil shows up. That was that's from Rosemary's Baby. Oh, I mean, yeah, okay, yeah. I, I don't know if you, sense. I don't know if you. Okay, <laughs> fun fun fact: uh, Universal Studios, um, in Hollywood, their Halloween Horror Nights event did a haunted house version of the movie "This Is the End." No way! In 2016, and it was so bizarre and kind of amazing. 
That's awesome. Jonah yeah. Hill just pops out. You're like, oh, yeah, fuck, no, literally. He, yeah, no, it was like possessed Jonah Hill. I'm not kidding. <sighs> oh, that's that's also like top. That's probably my favorite comedy of all time. It's just it's so, so fucking. I need to revisit. It's a good one. Thank you. Oh no, you know what? Plug your stuff again, because we oh. plugged in the beginning. I would love to to have you get to plug your stuff at the end oh, as well. Sure. <laughs> um, you can you can check out the passenger on now Amazon Prime Video. Uh, I didn't it didn't you post recently that it's like number eight on Letterbox? Yeah, it was the number ninth highest rated horror film of twenty twenty three. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, thanks. What that, that was so crazy. I was like, what? Um, yeah, very cool. Um, uh, Dog on a Netflix. Uh, tiny, tiny beautiful things on Hulu. Um, is that the new one that you filmed? Bef- I think didn't you film it before COVID? Tiny beautiful things. Yeah. Uh, no, that's a show. Oh, yes, a hard problem. That's the uh, one I was looking for. Movie, yes, of course, um, a movie I love dearly. Um, and shot before COVID, uh, finally just came out. It, that that movie is so interesting because I, I felt like it's been out because it did festivals in like 2021. Oh wow. Uh, or maybe yeah, 2021. Yeah, or 2022. I don't know. Anyway, um, <laughs> one of the 20s. It was 21. It was 21. Um. So I always I always feel like that movie's been out in the world, but it's it's just now on streaming. Um, so check out a hard problem if you like family dramas and sci-fi films, and also really big questions. <laughs> and that, if people and existential crises. <laughs> uh, yeah, the future. Um, That's awesome. I haven't seen everything you named, but I will vouch that Doggone is beautiful. The Passenger is amazing. I showed, I watched it by myself right before I let you go. I watched it a couple months ago by myself and then my housemates joined in midway through and then they just could not stop watching it. Uh, it was, awesome. it's yeah, it's a, it's an awesome movie. It's a really, really wholesome film. That, the Passenger, yeah. <laughs> that makes you feel really good. <laughs> There's a very cute bromance that goes on. There's a, it's a beautiful, I mean, it's really a, it's a rom-com if, if we're being yeah. honest, you know? Um, and we need more of those so but this has been episode 100 all right cool thank you guys for watching or listening thank you guys for (laughs) listening um jesus freedom america nailed it nailed it